Lindiwe Mazibuko shocked the nation by announcing that she was off to go and study a master's in public administration at Harvard in the United States. Uh, it, maybe it reflects what's happening within the Democratic Alliance. Maybe it uh, reflects a power struggle within the Democratic Alliance. All of that stuff we put aside for the time being. It doesn't really matter in the context of what I want to talk about this evening. And that is five signs that you are ready in your life to do a Lindiwe. Mid-career is it time to chuck in your career, put your career on pause, to go and advance your own self, to come and do better into the future. Lindiwe Mazibuko going to probably the, the, the center of the world in terms of political learning and political training to go and do this master's in political administration. Um, so uh, it's a great pleasure to welcome to The Money Show this evening in our Cape Town studio, Tracy Dawson, who's a partner at Jack Hammer Executive Headhunters. Are you finding, Tracy, that there are lots of people doing a Lindiwe? Bruce, I see Lindiwe's relatively often. But let me be clear, Lindiwe's opportunity is something very special. If you were to tell me that you'd been offered a scholarship to complete your master's degree at Harvard, I doubt that there is any career I'd advise you to stick to yeah. <laughs> as opposed to taking up that opportunity. She'd, she'd be Her, hers, is, hers is an exceptional opportunity, but she's grasping that opportunity. Some people may say, you know what, I'm quite comfortable. I'm, I'm quite relaxed in my career. I can continue in this career. I don't want to harm my political chances in her case, or in some cases, I'm on my way up this particular corporate ladder. I don't want to destabilize it. Does it take courage to take that time out and to go and advance it, whether it be not necessarily to go to Harvard and do a master's of public administration or maybe time to go and do an MBA full-time rather than try to struggle to do it part-time, for example? I think that risk goes hand-in-hand with ambition and ambitious professionals will often take a risk. The, The problem is that far more often I see professionals who take time out to do an MBA for reasons that are rather more negative than positive. You mean? Their careers stalled. They may be on the way out. There may be some push. There may be a sense that they're not up for promotion to the next level within an organization. Quite often. And so, therefore, it's reactionary rather than a proactive step to say, I want to advance myself while I'm on the up rather than I need to save myself on the way down. Absolutely. And so, for... Uh, dare I be ageist, for many 40-year-olds plus, the decision to take an MBA will be seen as reactionary and almost certainly negative. So that's negative on your CV as opposed to doing it in your late 20s or 30s? There you go. When the opportunity to expand your horizons remains a, a very real one. Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, she's got an exceptional opportunity. But if you are ready to do a Lindiwe, uh, it's something that not many people, especially people, uh, um, she doesn't have children, she doesn't have uh, have those sorts of commitments. Many people are in the mortgage school fee trap. Uh, And I suppose that is one of of the, the big things that holds people back in their late 20s and 30s from doing this sort of thing. Yes, absolutely. And... And in fact, the financial implications are far more than just the cost of, of an additional degree, which in itself is expensive. You really do need to have the unequivocal support of your family and your peer group, not just for the duration of your sabbatical, but for however long it takes you once your sabbatical is over to get, to get back into the swing of things. 
And uh, uh, it, it also stresses the point, sorry, Tracy, that sure. when you're on that sabbatical, that you're not entirely focused simply on the academic study. It's about maintaining the networks. It's about ensuring um, that, you know, the people to whom you were close to in the, in the corporate world, competitors, your, your former employer, maybe you, your employer has promised to take you back once you're qualified. Mm. Uh, you've got to keep sort of sharp and in touch. Yes, you shouldn't underestimate how short people's memories are. And so no matter how wonderful your reputation is, how well you're doing, you need to work on that network while you're taking time off. I, I would imagine that Lindiwe will come back from Harvard with some phenomenal relationships. Uh, and, and, and we see people who go off and, uh, you know, in the, in the financial sector, we see lots of people being sent off to management courses at Harvard and other uh, fine educational institutions. And they, they do come back to new opportunities. But it is also about having a, a little, you know, ever since Apollo 13, uh, the mm-hmm. idea of having a re-entry plan, whether it be into orbit or whether it be into the corporate world, has been absolutely crucial too. You've got to be thinking uh, two years ahead from your sabbatical. You certainly should. You certainly should. And you have to remember that most people will assume the worst when you take a sabbatical. They'll assume what, what, that you've... John had reached the end of the, the line and now he's using this as an excuse to, to take a breath. Burnout. Um, poor, oh, burnout. poor health. Oh. Um, a push. A push from within your organisation. And, and perhaps the people who assume those things are, are jealous. <laughs> but, um, but the reality is that, that that is the case often enough for the rest of us to be fairly suspicious of a sabbatical, which is, which is a pity. Uh, but, but a sabbatical is also, I mean, we see Chris Becker and the way Chris Becker has managed sabbaticals. He, he went away five or six years ago, went and made some, some fairly interesting internet acquisitions, which are paying handsome dividends now for NASPAR shareholders. And he's just announced another sabbatical. He's probably started that sabbatical already to come back at the end of that period. The reentry plans to come in as the chairman of NASPARS. Um, of course, Becker is managing this process particularly well, and he's in his 60s. He is. And what he's managed particularly well is the message that he shares with his network when he takes a sabbatical. That message is ready well in advance. Um, and it's very clear to everyone concerned that there is a plan not just for the sabbatical, but for his return. And, and that makes it much harder for naysayers to, uh, to get the, the rumour mill going. And, and when it comes to, to the sabbatical, if you're not going to do anything useful during that time, I suppose be honest about the fact that actually all you need is a break and you'll come back when you're ready. Um, otherwise, be absolutely clear that the reasons for the sabbatical are precisely that, to come back re-energized, reinforced and ready to take on the world. Yes. You know, sabbatical comes from the word Sabbath. It's all about taking a rest. I, I doubt Lindy will be, t- will be taking much rest over the next year. She'll be oh. working extremely hard. But if you have the opportunity to take a sabbatical and, and return with renewed vigor, a better health, uh, a better quality of, of life, better time with your family, well, if you can, you're very yeah. lucky, and why uh, Zwe- not? Zwelian Glovu on my Twitter account this evening saying, I'm 32. Is it advisable for me to do an MBA as a small business owner, or should I rather use the money to grow my business? Now, that's an impossible question, and it's a good one, Zweli. Thank you. I'm going to make it Tracy's problem. Mm-hmm. It is a very good question. And I'd have to say, if you're an entrepreneur, 
Nobody cares what your qualifications are. <laughs> but, but some people in the entrepreneurial space lack the confidence, perhaps, and, and feel they need that qualification. Or perhaps they feel they need a network. And what the MBA does is provide some of that. It certainly does. It, it can provide some phenomenal relationships. And in fact, the courses are, are designed to give you the best interaction with your, with your peers. But it's not a decision yeah. you should take lightly. Certainly. Absolutely not. But, mm. but it's, a, it's a decision. If you're going to be doing a Lindy, where as we're calling it mm. this evening, make sure it's going to significantly advance your prospects. Make sure that it is a step up. And do it earlier rather than later because you do it later, you look like you're copping out. Absolutely. Well summarized, Bruce. Tracy Dawson. That's Thank what we you. like to do. Partner at mm. Jack Hammer, Executive Headhunters in our Cape Town studio this evening. Uh, when is it time to take a Lindyware break? Lindyware Mazibuko uh, getting a master's in public administration at Harvard. Many people would kill for that opportunity. Uh, Lindyware Mazibuko hasn't had to do that. She simply got the opportunity, and I think uh, she's going to come back uh, better for it at the end of that particular process.